General, the Minister uh, of uh, the Minister uh, for Community, Culture, and Sport, Minister Gordon Pamphlin, you have the floor. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Speaker, what I find very interesting, the presentation coming from the other side, is an observation that I have to say that it's very easy to stand and pontificate when one obviously doesn't understand the basis of the very legislation that has come before us. Mr. Speaker, the criticism that was offered by the honorable member who just took his seat indicated, and the member who spoke prior, indicated that on this side, we care about protecting the big people who are supplying all the stuff and we don't care about the people who are eating, who need to eat and who are hungry. Mr. Speaker, if I draw your attention to the bill that we have before us presented by the opposition, Shadow Minister for Health, it is, to all intents and purposes, protection of food donor. That is where they, this is the nexus of the bill, and that's the basis of that criticism for why we're speaking against it. That makes no sense very clearly. They have not read their own legislation. And I say that because the bill in front of us speaks to donor liability. There is nothing. If members opposite were bringing a bill to say let this honorable house figure out and approve legislation that says that the food and the consumption of food and the donation of food uh, ought to be accompanied by some kind of relief for the donor, even from a tax perspective, recognizing they can't do tax uh, dispensations. However, if they were speaking to the consumers of the food and the poor hungry children that the presentation said, they would have included it in the legislation, but they did not. What they included in the legislation was what the honorable members have stood there and criticized, saying that we on this side want to protect the donors. Clause 3, Mr. Speaker, says protection of food donor. That's what the bill is about. And Mr. Speaker, let me go back to the Volunteer Liability Act of 2000. And if I may, with your reference, with your permission, Mr. Speaker, make reference to Clause 6, speaking to liability of donor, of distributor of food. Sounds very strangely like protection of food donor. Distributor of food could be the same as food donor, the way I read it, according to my English, Mr. Speaker. And what does the existing legislation say? The existing legislation says that a person, if I may, Mr. Speaker, it's very brief, uh, who donates food or who distributes donated food to another person is not liable for damages resulting from injury, illness, or death caused by the consumption of the food unless the food was contaminated or otherwise unfit for human consumption. And B, at the time of donation or distribution of the food, the person knew that the food was contaminated or otherwise unfit for human consumption or acted with reckless disregard for the safety of the consumer of the food. Mr. Speaker, that is the crux of what we're seeing here today, protecting the donor so that they don't incur any civil liability for knowingly and recklessly allowing food to be donated to be consumed by people. Nowhere in this have we heard anything about let's save our landfill and let's not put donated food in the landfill. Not in this bill, Mr. Speaker. Not in this bill, Mr. Speaker, is anything with respect to people being able to eat who are on low-income thresholds, Mr. Speaker. That's not included. That's not what was intended to be included in this. I'm sorry. That might have been what was intended. That's not what they put in front of us. So when you have something, we hear honorable members say, let's take some baby steps 
and then come back later with something that's more substantive. Let me say that the baby steps exist in the legislation that was tabled and passed in this honorable house by that honorable side when they were the government because they recognized that there was a necessity to protect people because we have hungry people. There is no question, Mr. Speaker. You will know, Mr. Speaker, that I stand in this honorable house as the representative uh, for constituency 23, but more importantly, as the minister responsible for financial assistance. And Mr. Speaker, you will know that I am fully apprised of the numbers of people who walk through the doors needing financial assistance in order to be able to afford the money to eat. I am tremendously sympathetic, Mr. Speaker. Nobody wants any child to go hungry. Nobody wants any person to go hungry in what is deemed to be an affluent society, such as that which we enjoy for the, for the most part, Mr. Speaker. There are struggling people in our community. I don't, I don't question that, Mr. Speaker. And we as a government are doing everything that we can to be able to ensure that the environment is created so that people who are having, having uh, relatively low incomes will have the opportunity to have additional employment. We heard yesterday, Mr. Speaker, 200 jobs at Princess, Mr. Speaker. We hear this. We want to make sure that people can work to be able to afford to feed their families. We don't want our children to go hungry. We don't want our families to be struggling, Mr. Speaker. But this that the opposition has brought doesn't do it. And sometimes, Mr. Speaker, when one has to appear to be relevant and you bring things forward, you look for things that are emotive. You look for things that are going to push a button that on their side of the aisle they can say, those people over there, all they care about are the big boys who are distributing the food and they don't care about the poor hungry little children who are hanging on to mama's uh, apron strings and crying and begging for the next meal. But this is not what they're doing. This is not what they've said. What they have said is that we are bringing a bill to this house where we also want to protect the big guy who is the food donor. Yes, they want to do that. But what they are doing is to bring something that is exactly a carbon copy of what they brought and tabled in the year 2000. That is the, that is the issue with which we have objection, Mr. Speaker, because it's okay to say let us get up here and do stuff for the sake of doing it. And as the honorable member from constituency six, I believe, or five, said, let's, you know, do this little step now and then come back later and do something more substantive. Mr. Speaker, there is no doubt in anybody's mind, either side of this house, that there are needs and wants that have to be met. Basic needs. According to Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs in an economic environment, Mr. Speaker, Maslow spoke to the basic necessities of life, being food, clothing, and shelter. Mr. Speaker, we want, as a people, to be able to embrace all of our fellow men to ensure that each and every one of them has access to food, clothing, and shelter. But what this bill that was brought by the opposition doesn't do is to speak to the risk of food, clothing, or shelter, in this specific instance, the food. It speaks to the protection of the big guy who is going to be out there donating. And, Mr. Speaker, it is necessary. It is necessary to have protections. But for some of those donations, Mr. Speaker, we may have more hunger. We may have more challenges. But, Mr. Speaker, what in this act is any different than what was tabled in the year 2000 by that government, Mr. Speaker, as the Volunteer Liability Act? And I don't need to, re to repeat it because I've referred to the specifics of the clauses, Mr. Speaker. So, <coughs> excuse me. Mr. Speaker, we also have spoken to some of the societies who had concerns. And I did hear the Honorable Shadow Minister as she made reference to um, an exchange of emails that had occurred. And I hear a criticism saying that they want to help us on this side because in the platform of 2012, there was an undertaking that we would uh, be able to bring legislation forward to create a Good Samaritan Act. Mr. Speaker, let me just say something. And 
what we perhaps ought to have done is to come to this honorable house and to say, you know, while we committed to bringing this Good Samaritan Act forward, what we did not realize is the value of the Good Samaritan Act that the previous government brought to this honorable house, passed in legislation in 2000, and what they did was a good thing. That's what we should have done, because then, instead of being vilified and castigated for not bringing an act, what is, is happening is that we are acknowledging that notwithstanding that we said we would bring a Good Samaritan Act, it already exists. It already exists in the volunteer Liability Act of 2000, Mr. Speaker. So I don't think it's a deficiency on our part for saying that we're not going to support this today, Mr. Speaker. I just don't see the point in doing something for the sake of doing it. If we do something because it has some purpose, accept it. Appreciate it and applaud it, Mr. Speaker. But that's not what we're doing. This act today, irrespective of how the opposition choose to spend this in the community, to say that people on this side don't care, Mr. Speaker, tell me that any mother on this side, and almost all of us are parents, any mother or father on this side, any mother or father on that side, Mr. Speaker, does not want to see our, our community fed. How many of us here could hand on heart stand and say, we don't care if people are hungry? That's not what we do, Mr. Speaker. That is not what we do. So the members opposite want to try to justify their existence by bringing legislation to, to mirror legislation that already exists, that they brought, that was good, that we have followed, and that we have chosen not to amend or negate, Mr. Speaker. Why don't they just accept that? Hey, we did some good. Let us stand and pound our chests and beat us and, and, and puff ourselves up because they deserve it, Mr. Speaker. They deserve to say that in their legislation, they brought something that would assist donors of food with their protections unless somebody recklessly allowed for food to be given and consumed knowing that it was not fit for consumption. That's what they did. They brought the protections. That's what we have done. We may not have realized it. It's amazing, Mr. Speaker, sometimes when you're on the outside looking in, you can know what you want as an ideal. And then you stand behind the desk and you say, you know what? We wanted this. We lauded this. We promoted this. But guess what? It's already here. Progressive Labor Party did it. They tabled it in 2000. We debated it in 2000. They passed it in 2000. The protections exist for those people who would be donors of food. It doesn't speak to who's going to receive it. And all I could say is as opposed to standing and criticizing and pointing fingers, if they read their own legislation, they would know that this that's been tabled this afternoon has done nothing more than create another awareness. And that's not a bad thing, Mr. Speaker. I don't have a problem standing here and saying to Mr. Miller that we want to highlight the fact that we are doing all that we can, all that we would hope to be able to do, to be able to ensure that our children are fed, Mr. Speaker. This gives us an opportunity to do that. It also gives us a very rare opportunity to say that we admire the work that was done previously on this particular issue, Mr. Speaker. But to stand and to try to bring a piece of legislation that already exists, that has absolutely zero further implication in terms of what is already there, for what purpose? For what purpose? Because we want to feel good at the fact that we've been able to prick somebody else and stir up somebody else's emotion by trying to say that the government that we're trying to find all kinds of negative comments to make concerning are now showing that they don't care for your children and that's not what you brought forward? Mr. Speaker, that makes no sense, Mr. Speaker. And based on that, I don't believe that any one of us needs to waste one more second of time on something that is already in existence, that is already more than adequate, Mr. Speaker, and that was very well done by the previous administration. Unless, 
they choose to stand up and say, we didn't do a good job. And I don't believe that, Mr. Speaker. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Member.